Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. What is going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. I am your host, Scott Cazzoli. Uh, I'm here to share and serve this knowledge of gluten-free diets with you. Um, we're going to close out the diet series here with another um, very hot one. A lot of people around me were doing it, um, so I just wanted to, to... Honestly, I wanted to learn about it. I was thinking about doing it after, um, you know, my... I kind of dive in here. I've been looking over this last couple of days. I'll give you my opinion and what I think. But um, thank you so much for joining. I'm happy to share and serve my knowledge with you. You could find me on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we're on Pandora, Stitcher. So wherever you're joining from, thank you so much. The overwhelming positive uh, positivity has really, you know, just give me a boost in energy. So I really appreciate appreciate you guys. Um, so let's just get into this. So gluten-free diet is obviously... Um, you know, a diet without gluten. So, you know, gluten is actually a protein found in uh, wheat, rye, and barley. Those are kind of like the big three. We'll talk about those a little bit more. Um, there's a fourth called triticale, which um, is kind of like a hybrid between wheat and rye. But um, what gluten does is it's really um, acting literally as a glue. Um, that's where the name comes from, that holds uh, everything together. So, you know, gluten is the only protein found that is completely um, indigestible. That is really the issue um, with people who uh, have to kind of, you know, maintain a gluten-free diet. Those are mostly people with celiac disease. Celiac disease is an autoimmune uh, disorder that uh, affects the digestion going in between the, uh, you know, the lining of the small intestine, large intestine. And by having even a, you know, a little bit of protein, 50 milligrams, that's literally uh, a crouton that can cause major trouble for these people. So that's the reason why they do it. You know, this really interferes um, with the absorption of nutrients from food. Uh, you know, it leads to problems like osteoporosis, infertility, nerve damage for them. Uh, you know, some people also have a gluten sensitivity and, um, you know, celiac disease really is such a difficult thing that most people don't even know about it. So, you know, the doctor does kind of suggest uh, going gluten free to kind of figure it out as a series of eliminations. So, you know, nowadays just uh, you can identify with the blood test, um, you know. Uh, it's called transglutamosine. Uh, that's a bio biopsy of your intestine, just to give you a little heads up here. But let's just jump into it. So what you're really doing when uh, you know you're jumping into this diet is you're you're basically removing the big three. That's the wheat, the barley, and the rye. So you would have to remove breads, which you know God bless your soul for doing that. Uh, baked goods, soups, pastas, cereal, salad dressings, barley. Can't have any of that either. That's malts. Uh, any type of beer, brewer's yeast, and then rye, which usually, you know, they do have some cereals from that, um, and rye bread. The good thing about this is it really allows you to eat a lot of fresh foods. Uh, many naturally gluten-free foods can be a part of a healthy diet. Fruits and vegetables, you know, beans, seeds, eggs, I'm a big egg guy, I love those. Non-processed meats, fish, and poultry. Uh, you know, you could have oats, but it, you, you would really have to get uh, you know, I, I was just, when you, when you Google uh, major kind of pieces, how you, how you get carbs in there, um, it looks like most oats are contaminated with some sort of, you know, rye in it. So that's probably something to stay away from because gr no grains are 
um, you know, really allowed in this one. So by avoiding these traditional breads, cereals, pastas, all this good stuff, um, you also have to be aware that gluten could really lurk in other products too. That's why it's, it's sort of a difficult diet and uh, very expensive too. So you have to stay away from much frozen vegetables, contain gluten-free, you know, soy sauces, anything that you see with natural flavorings, any vitamins and mineral supplements, even, you know, toothpaste has it. So it's important to know that if you're going gluten-free, um, you really could set up some, you know, uh, nutritional deficiencies. This really could affect, you know, your vitamin D, your B12, your folates, fiber, iron, magnesium, zinc, uh, and, and, you know, the worst part, cause you know, we don't want to be fat up in here. Um, this could lead to excess fat in the blood as well as coronary artery disease. So this is something that if you're going to venture into it, you really should be taking, uh, you know, some sort of multivitamin to kind of supplement this. I, you know, don't wait, don't go crazy on the money. I use the multivitamin from GNC that works very well. That gives you basically everything that you'd be missing here. So it's not the, the worst thing, but, um, you know, I saw strongly suggested by numerous doctors on here that if you're going to try the gluten-free diet, at least, you know, make sure that you're able, um, to, to that, you know, it's safe for you to do it. Um, so that's something that I think would be, you know, a good way about doing it. So, uh, you know, some other things to, to just talk about here, avoiding gluten does not have to be tasteless or boring. You know, there are plenty of, of healthy and delicious foods that contain naturally gluten-free, but, uh, you know, I think that the piece that we have to really be careful about with this is, you know, looking at the, the industry itself. So the popularity of gluten-free foods has skyrocketed. And from the data, it says it's a uh, Dr. Anthony Porto of Yale Medicine. Uh, he's a member of Yale Medicine's uh, practice. He said that it's a $2.6 billion industry. And, you know, that number is really outweighing what is needed from the American population, which is about only 1% of the American population has celiac disease. And, um, you know, if you're doing the math there, it just seems to not quite match up. So it does seem that this type of diet could really be more of a of a pure fat. And, you know, the, that's the, the, the piece that I don't think is really spoken about, you know, nowadays when you see testimonials from celebrities or um, an actor, it's usually a trick up their sleeve. And that's something, you know, if I had to give my opinion on, on this t kind of diet, I would say that it's not really worth it. It doesn't seem to have any type of scientific um, data supporting that it's even a weight loss type diet. So maybe it's something that you could feel better from. And I would love to hear, you know, your kind of what your take on this is. But um, it, it looks like to me, but the, the pro cons list of it all, if you're breaking it down in total, it's really... Um, more of a fad at this point, and it's really only scientifically viable for people who have celiac disease or NCGS. So I think you're seeing that more maybe with kids too, and, and that could be something that, that you're pushing on, but, um, you know, it, it doesn't seem to, to you know, I, I was looking at, at just the prices of, of eggs, you know, gluten-free eggs. It's double or triple the price. I, I don't think that's something that's worth it if, if there's no data backing that it could really help you. But, um, and, and, you know, you have to worry about it being hidden in different places. Um, that soy sauce that we mentioned, even licorice dressings, uh, you know, th there's going to be, 
you know, everybody has, has an opinion. I'm sure it works for people that have some sort of gluten sensitivity. But uh, for me, I would say check with your physician. Make sure that it's it's something that's even viable before you end up taking it on because I, I don't, um, you know, I don't see it. And if you do see it, please email me at causing the effect podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, I appreciate your time on this one. Uh, not a ton here, honestly. Um, I didn't want to, to waste too much of your time on this. You know, we got about 30, 40 minutes of, of, of some data here. So, uh, hopefully this helps you pick a better diet. I always say every diet is dependent on your body. And, you know, you did read that there was benefits to this. It does help people with IBS or schizophrenia or, you know, even some anti-aging people that were saying it could help. But again, none of this is, is data tested. So you just have to take it with a grain of salt. At the end, there could be something that could lead to athletic performance, maybe for you. Um, I would just say, you know, be be careful with this one. It's uh, Let me know what you think. I'm more than happy to do a couple more if anybody is interested. Um, you know, I'll throw it in as we go. But I really appreciate you taking some time with me on this one. Stay safe. Stay positive, stay blessed, and I'll talk to you later. Have a good one.